for a powerful word from God with the encouragement, strength, and comfort you need for today. Come say hello to friends around the world from 163 different countries. Hello. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a best-selling author. His books are available in all formats and multiple languages worldwide, everywhere books are sold. As an international speaker, Kevin has flown over a million miles to 28 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences around the world. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Kevin is CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service and multinational publishing, branding, and marketing company based in the USA. Okay. Who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Hello, everyone. Good morning. How did you like the new opener? That is our 2024 opener, but I wanted to go ahead and reveal it today. Put your hands together for our team, who is incredible here at Spirit Media. Yes. I am so thankful for my team and uh, their creativity, um, but welcome. I hope you uh, were able to come in soon enough to see that show opener, uh, brand new for 2024, but we wanted to reveal it today. I have several reveals on the show. Uh, first of all, I just want to take time to say, hello, how are you doing? I'm Kevin White coming at you live from the USA. Say hello to family and friends, brothers and sisters in Germany. Hello. Namaste to everyone in India. Mabuhai to our dear friends in the Philippines. There is Abel from Pakistan. I hope everybody's doing well. Bangladesh, Australia, Afghanistan, Mexico, Myanmar. Yes. Canada, USA. Hello, everyone. There's Vineet from India. There's Santosh from India. Friends from India are here. There's Elisha from India. God bless you. 
Yes, I'm so glad um, to know many of you. I would love to get introduced to you on WhatsApp if you will send me a friend request um, so that I will have your number. Uh, there is my number scrolling there at the bottom. There's Justin from the USA, Dale from Philippines, Mabuhai. Yes, Tracy from North Carolina. Good to have you join us. And Marie from Philippines. God bless you. Barbara from North Carolina. Yes, what a great morning it is to see all of these beautiful people joining in. If we're friends on WhatsApp, then you get a reminder. Um, and if not, then um, befriend me because I also want to make sure everyone is aware that next week we are going to be hosting an international Christmas communion during the show live next week. Um, one week from now at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on December, Tuesday, December the 19th, I will be here along with a live studio audience on Zoom. And if you are known contacts of mine, I would invite you to join me and our friends around the world on Zoom. And this will be broadcast live. So you have two choices. Um, if we are a known connection contact um, and you know my Zoom link, you're welcome to join me there. Uh, I'd be happy to share my Zoom link with you so you can join the live studio audience that will be showing throughout the show, throughout the episode, uh, the, the live Zoom audience. Or you can watch all of this on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and we would love to have you and your country represented. Uh, we want to take Christmas communion with people in Afghanistan, people in the Middle East. We're praying for Israel. We're praying for uh, Uganda. We're praying for um, uh, Ukrainian uh, friends and people around the world. And we, we want to take a pause in the busy and bustle and hustle of our day and just celebrate the Lord's table together. So prepare your juice, prepare your bread, and come ready to worship the Lord with brothers and sisters around the world. Uh, during the next 60 days, this episode will go out um, and be viewed in 166 different countries. Um, I'm thankful for everyone that watches it live. But many of you are seeing this later, and I hope that you will join us live on Tuesday, December the 19th. Obviously, if you cannot be with us live, you can always watch it later. But take your juice, your wine, your bread, and celebrate the Lord's table with us. I hope you have a local place of worship and that they um, regularly observe communion. Uh, perhaps you are covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and it's 2023 and you've not, you've not had communion once this year. Join us. Don't let 2023 end without celebrating the Lord's table. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of what I've done. The greatest exchange ever, his death for our life. And um, what a great way to celebrate Christmas. You know, um, Christmas can be confusing and it can create anger and frustration, even though it can be it should be the most joyous time of the year. It can also 
be stressful. And I hope that you'll take a moment and celebrate God's table. Psalm says, I read it every day, Psalm 23, he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And today we're being bombarded with uh, things to worry about, stress out about. Worry can be an enemy. Stress can be an enemy. Anxiety can be an enemy. And God has prepared a table. And we want to pull our chairs up to his table next Tuesday, live here on the show. I'm asking for thousands of friends around the world to join us, uh, be a part of the live Zoom audience or watch it uh, as it's broadcast out. Okay. I hope you'll do that. Yes, 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 yes. Well, <clears throat> today's word is a powerful word. Uh, it has been a prayer on my heart for you um, that you and I would really allow God to take these three letters, Y-O-U, and make it personal and real for everyone watching. So um, I want to share from God's word. And um, I want you, if you um, have your Bible, turn with me to Psalm 139. Psalm 139. So get your Bible, look at it on your phone or wherever you can. Look at Psalm 139. We're going to share some verses there. Um, and while you're looking for your verse, I want to share my screen with you and just show you something uh, of another reveal. I told my friends there's going to be a lot of reveals on the show. And this here is um, the, uh, the manuscript to my sixth book that will be coming out in 2024. And it's entitled Gifts. And uh, this provides an exhaustive study of scripture for every scripture in the Bible that we could find where God is promising to give. And I, I want you to see something that I've seen as a result of this study. And I'm going to uh, share with you a list of the gifts God has promised. But one of the things I saw in this study, there were, there were two things that really jumped out at me. One is God promises land uh, to give us land more than anything else in the Bible. When he says, and I will give you, he speaks of land more than anything else. The other thing I saw is in all of these most of the time, he directs it to Y-O-U. Um, U occurs 1,499 times in the English Standard Version. 14,000, sorry, 480 times in the New King James. Um, and and so the God loves the word you. And, and so there's a chapter on you. There's a chapter on land. Uh, then we categorize large sections of things that God has promised to give life, um, promised to give his blood, to give body, to give fame, to give food. Uh, you can go through all of the scripture. And a lot of times we end up denying uh, the gifts of God in our lives um, because we don't want to, um, we don't want to really believe God for the gifts that he has promised to provide to us. And so this book, I believe, will be game-changing for many people. Uh, I want you to see here 
the all the things that this book gifts is going to uh, show. Uh, so I was just introducing you there to the flow. God promises to give land, life, authority, blood, body, fame, food, forgiveness of sin, to give you fruit, to give you garments, to give you grace, to give you health, to give you heart, to give you hope, to give you life, to give you a morning star, to give you a new song, to give you a new way, to give you rest, to give you prophecy, to give you protection, to give you salvation, to give you security, to give you water, to give you children, to give you descendants, to give you abundance, to give you blessings, to give you crown. Can somebody say amen? I mean, can we start shouting and dancing and rejoicing? God promises to give you desires, to give you favor, to give you honor, to give you keys, to give you the kingdom, to give you his name, to give you power, to give you prosperity, to give you rewards. God promises to give you success, to give you treasures, to give you victory, to give you wealth, to give you abilities, to give you his decrees, to give you choice, to give you comfort, to give you commands, to give you holiness. I'm being intentional and obnoxious about God promises to give you Y-O-U um, because that's what he has done in his word and we're missing it. Um, God promises to give you the Holy Spirit, to give you instructions, to give you knowledge, to give you legal requirements, to give you light, to give you the Messiah, uh, to give you a message, sorry, to give you plan, to give you a promise, to give you responsibilities, to give you shepherds, to give you skills, to give you the spirit, to give you strength, to give you task, to give you understanding, to give you warning, to give you wisdom, to give you everything, to give you a future, to give you gifts, to give you good things, to give you justice, to give you love, to give you mercy, to give you ministry. I know I'm repeating myself and it's obnoxious, but this is a big point that we miss in the body of Christ. God promises to give you ministry, to give you oneness, to give you patience, to give you peace, to give you right standing, to give you the right words. Uh, the next thing I saw is that he backs this with also the invitation to ask. It says, ask and I will give you the nations. Ask and won't I surely give you everything. Um, and so this is powerful and I can't wait to release this book uh, to the nations. But um, I want you to really settle in to these three letters, Y-O-U. And, you know, it's, a, it, it, it's possible to read the whole Bible and never believe it for me. Never believe it for you, for you to never receive it for you. And that would be a tragedy. And God wants you to hear the word you. But we're going to start with how David spoke about God and just showing the intimacy that we are allowed with the Lord. Look at Psalm 139, and we're going to just read verses 13 through 18. And just listen to the word you here, okay? For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. What I want you to hear is this worship to God about his, his, his gift of Y-O-U, his thoughts of you. God created you. So you matter to God. Let's just read this together. 
I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, you saw, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And you could go on and on and you'll see you, you, you. But I want you to understand that even though this is in the context of what we should believe about God, it comes right back in a two-way street. You is a two-way street. You and I are to give our worship to the Lord, our trust in Jesus, our trust in God. But if you read what the psalmist says, he's declaring about himself from God. God created you. God knows you. God loves you. So look at um, John 3.16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. And what, right here is one of the, the biggest obstacles in all of our faith. We can read John 3, 16 and agree to it. Yes, God loves the world. And totally miss that that verse means God loves you. I want to ask you something very practical that only you and God can really answer. And that is, have you ever heard God whisper, I love you? I remember the day that I began hearing the voice of God. You know, the enemy screams like a bully. And God often just whispers like a very calm, patient, loving, kind parent. And he whispers, I love you. He's not going to come screaming at you in anger. He's going to whisper, have you ever heard God say, I love you? It would be a tragedy to read John 3, 16 and agree. Yes, God so loves the world and then feel totally unloved. If you've never heard God whisper, I love you, would you let it be today? Because I said only you and God can answer that. Now you have to answer if you've ever heard it. But God's answer is he has said it. I love you. We're not waiting on him to decide if he wants to say that over you. Maybe you haven't heard it, but it's not because God's not spoken it. Will you allow God to speak the words, I love you? Look at um, Psalm 17 verse 8. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Have you ever heard God declare, you are the apple of my eye? Shakespeare even knew the affection of that phrase. Do you? God holds you as the apple of his eye. You may say, cancel. Have you ever seen uh, Simon Sinek give the big red X? To cancel someone off the stage. 
on America's Got Talent. And you might emotionally, mentally, spiritually see a big red X over what I'm saying right now. And I want you to know that your emotions do not override the truth of God. And God has created you and he saw you in your mother's womb and he loves you and he holds you as the apple of his eye. And you might say, but Kevin, you don't know what I've done. And I can say to you on the authority of God's word, if there is outstanding sin, you can repent of it right now and it will be separated from you as far as the east is from the west. If you've never trusted Jesus to be your savior and Lord, to forgive you of your sins, that can be done right now. And that obstacle of you having guilt and shame and feeling like there's no way God could possibly admire me as the apple of his eye based upon what I've done, based upon what I've thought, based upon what I've said, that can be dealt with just like this. But I want you to know that verse is not contingent on your performance. God's character is contingent upon him, not you. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. The scripture says, even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Love didn't begin after you were clean. Love began long before you were even created. Your sin is not a barrier to be in the apple of God's eye. You sin, I sin, because we don't understand we're the apple of God's eye. This is not a behavior issue. This is a savior issue. Have you heard God whisper, I love you. You are the apple of my eye. I want to show you something else that's probably going to blow your mind if you're arguing with me right now. But listen to the word of God. Look at Zephaniah 317. I love this verse. I remember the day God took me here over this verse and showed me a vision that I'd never really been willing to see before. But it's in the word. And are we going to start ripping out scripture and saying, well, I can't believe that. Uh, this is if you knew me, Kevin, there's no way that this is true but it's not based upon you. It's all about him. Look at this. It says, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Rejoice over you with singing. Have you ever heard God sing to you? A love ballad, a love song. Sing to you. Have you ever seen God rejoicing over you? We live in a bad news world that rejects people left and right. And one of the reasons is this truth is far from our culture. God is whispering over every person with a heartbeat. I created that heart. I created you. I love you. And it's going to be a tragedy if my book, Gifts, goes out and everybody reads it and said, that is good for them, that is good for them, that is good for them. And they do not read the word of God 
where he clearly says, ask and I will give you. And these are barriers to our intimacy with God. It's barriers to our to our communion with God. Next week, we will be taking communion. And your worship will be in the degree in which you receive the Lord's table for you. You will only worship to some extent if you believe Jesus died for the world, but not for me. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of what I have done for you. Christ died for you. You know, I've said before on the show that the best three-point sermon of all time is man has a problem called sin. God has a plan named Jesus. You have a choice. And for today's episode with YOU, I want to ask you, have you ever personalized that? I have a problem. The Bible makes it clear. You and me, okay, I'm not just picking on you. We have a problem called sin. That means you have a problem. Are you willing to, to, are you willing to hear God lovingly say you have a problem called sin and I sent Jesus as my plan to take care of it. You have a problem called sin. God has given you a plan named Jesus. Jesus is for you. There are many people around the world that are saying Jesus is good, but he's not for me. Jesus might be good for some, but he's not for me. Have you received Jesus for you? Admitting before God, I have a problem called sin and Jesus died for me. If you don't make the Y-O-U a part of your faith, all you're going to have is a religion. I went to a parade, a holiday parade, Christmas parade this past weekend, and I saw a group of religious people walking through on the parade, chanting to a carved God that they were pulling in a wagon behind them. Chanting to a God that will never speak, that that will never say the word you, and yet people covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ are denying the word you in their walk with God. Wake up every day letting God speak to you. Wake up tomorrow morning letting God whisper to you. And I want to just declare these things over over your life as we go to prayer. I want you to just see God created you. These are the takeaways from this episode. God created you. Next, Jesus died for you. Not just for Billy Graham, not just for Mother Teresa, but for you. Jesus is for you. This verse we just read in Zephaniah, I am with you, says the Lord. You. The next one is God speaks to you. God speaks to you. Will you let your ears be tuned to the voice of God? It's one thing to hear God say, I love the world, but it will absolutely change your life if you would just let God say, I love
love you. Jesus died for you. Christmas is for you. Grace, my grace is sufficient for you. The next one is God loves you. Loves. This is affection. This is the joy of the Lord. You are. He loves you. You might have shame. Maybe you've thought stuff and done things that are absolutely deplorable to God. But that that's sin. That's not you. God loves you. And he's for you. He's not against you. He's with you. He's in it with you. Wherever you are today, whatever you're going through, and God has gifts for you. Well, you know, we preach a lot of messages about selfishness and self-centeredness. And there's, there's boundaries. We don't need to be selfish. I'm not advocating selfishness. But we will never give anything where we cannot receive. You'll never, you'll never offer someone unconditional love until you have first received that conditional love. You have no capacity to forgive someone else's offenses until you have received the forgiveness of Almighty God. You, you, your God, say that over you. But as I said in those three points, the final thing is you have a choice. You, why are you? Your mama can't do it for you. Your grandma can't do it for you. Your pastor can't do it for you. I can't do it for you. You have to decide if you're going to allow God to speak the word you. If your lips are going to declare, you have done this for me, oh God. If you are going to be a messenger of good news to the nations, that's your choice. You have to decide. I'm 56 years old. We're about to pray. I'm 56 years old. And I promise you, the more I allow God to personify you and his gifts to me, the more I want to declare the goodness to the nations what he has done. So you're not going to repeat you to the Lord. You are good. You are faithful until you've received the word you from him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word. And I thank you for this time of application. Often we do a lot of teaching and then we do a little bit of application. And this whole episode has been a call of you for us to apply the word you to our relationship with you. And I just pray for grace over every brother and sister. God, I pray for deliverance from shame right here and now in Jesus' name. Deliverance from bitterness here and now in Jesus' name. Deliverance from any obstacle of worship. May we go into Christmas declaring you are great. You are faithful. You are Savior. You are Lord. And God, I know that the volume of that is going to increase only as we receive the you from your lips into our ears 
we are the apple of your eye. So I just pray for grace that everyone listening and watching this episode would hear the voice of Almighty God whispering, I love you. I am with you. I am for you. I died for you. I forgive you. I provide for you. Come and meet every need, and we will give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, my friends. I love you. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. Let me just one more time remind you that next Tuesday here on the show, we will be sharing a international Christmas communion. I really hope that you will have your juice and your bread ready. But will you please take the link this week off of YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and share it. Let's agree together for God to bring thousands of our brothers and sisters together for this around the world. There's 195 nations. Let them all be represented. The word says, let the nations praise you, O God. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And we want to do that at the Lord's table next week. Well, God bless you. I hope you'll be able to join us. And uh, here is the new closer for 2024. One final reveal, and I'll see you back next Tuesday. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more. All geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Join the generosity movement at SM Gives, a federally recognized 501c pre-organization. All gifts, tax deductible. 100% of every gift used to share the good news of Jesus in all 195 nations around the world. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright, Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of encouragement, strength, and comfort from God.